What's up, everybody? Welcome to a Monday edition of The Squeeze. I am Tyler Connie, and the Super Bowl is over, and football is done for the next six months. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on winning the Super Bowl last night against the Philadelphia Eagles. Man, what from the time that Chris Stapleton started singing the anthem until the final whistle. That was one of the best Super Bowls in a very long time. The halftime show was incredible. We had a ton of scoring. If you bet the overs, you did very well. I know the big, I guess, controversy is the holding call in late in the fourth quarter. And here's my opinion. It was a penalty. And it doesn't matter. And you can argue that you shouldn't call penalties late in the game. I think you should. I think a penalty is a penalty. And I hate that in sports we've gotten to this mode, and it's particularly popular in hockey, of if it's uh, late in the game of a close game, let the players play. Which means, let's just break the rules. Like, if the Chiefs, if the call is not made, the Eagles come down and score, and the Chiefs win the Super Bowl, is that any less controversial is that better for the game that it wasn't called therefore the Eagles won like I just think it's silly I think if it's called in the first quarter it's nothing but because it's late it was a penalty and if anything it means you should be calling penalties consistently and was it ticky tack sure but it's a penalty and I don't think that that takes like the Chiefs scored on every single possession in the second half it just it wasn't going to matter right it was an exciting football game I think people that have put that a damper on it probably had picked the Eagles to win maybe I care a little bit less because I did not do that I don't know but I thought from again from Stapleton's anthem Rihanna's halftime show the football game it was a lot a lot of fun and now there's no football till September until the CFL starts in June so kiss goodbye to the NFL for now we had a good day so we had Travis Kelty over his 78 and a half receiving yards. He hit that. We had the Boston Celtics minus four. They beat Memphis pretty easily. Our teaser parlay did not hit. We did have Chiefs plus six and a half, but we did not hit the under because nobody hit the under, even though ours was at 60. But if you follow me on Twitter, we hit two big live bets. The Chiefs were plus 340 at halftime. We instantly jumped on that for one unit. And then after their first touchdown in the third quarter, they were still plus 150. We jumped on that for another unit. So that ended up being, I put that all on Twitter, made them official plays, um, and did very well there. I was couldn't believe that it was plus 340 for a Chiefs team that was only down 10, and we're getting the ball to start the second half, knowing Patrick Mahomes' history. That was insane to me. Jumped on that immediately. I know a lot of other people did as well. So if you did do that, congratulations. And then actually when the Chiefs took the lead, you could get plus 400 on the Eagles if you wanted to play back on that too. So was very active on Twitter last night, um, discussing the game, adding bets, talking props. So overall for us, it ended up being a five-unit win night, which is great. On the week, we finished nine and eight and up four units. So we were down a little bit early. We rebounded. I don't do too many live bets, but when I do, there's definitely some opportunities. I do want to get into the live betting realm a little bit more because you can just see the game flow a little bit better and you can you can definitely find some insane odds. So a plus 340 win there. So we did Hideki Matsuyama. We were tailing him to finish in the top 20. He did not do it. He was one or two strokes back of top 20 the whole week. And then after the 17th hole on Sunday, he birdied to put himself tied for 20th and then immediately bogeyed the 18th hole and didn't make it. So we did lose a unit there. But overall, man, it was a great weekend of sports between the UFC, between the NBA, between the Super Bowl, between the return of golf. So we're just in for some fun. And the NBA All-Star Weekend is coming up this weekend. So 
let's get into today. As you can see, we've got a hockey play and we've got two NBA bets. We're going to start in the NHL with the Buffalo Sabres and the Los Angeles Kings. And you might say, geez, a minus 144. And are we paying the juice? We are. We're going to put 1.44 units down on the Sabres Kings because the only book, I think FanDuel might have moved it, uh, but you can get an alternate spread. It was the only book that had this total all the way up at seven. And I saw that and said, it's juicy, but I like that. Coming into this game, the Buffalo Sabres are 27 and 22 to the over. The LA Kings are 29 and 22 to the over. So you might say, well, these are a couple over teams. And well, why are we betting seven here? If you look recently, the under is 5 and 0 in the Sabres' last five following a loss of three or more goals. Under is 4 and 0 in their last four Monday games. Under is 6-1 and one in their last seven versus a team with a winning record. And then you look at the Los Angeles Kings. When they play the Buffalo Sabres, under is 5-0 and in their last five meetings. And you go back through their recent, their recent scores. So Carolina Buffalo, there was nine. But then for Buffalo, there was 6, 5, 5, 7, 5, 9. But then 5, 7, and 5. So only two of the last 10 times has it gone over the total of seven. And then you go down to the Los Angeles Kings. And you've got six goals. You've got nine. But then you've got seven, seven, seven. Three, seven, four, seven, seven. So they have had a lot of pushes there at the seven, but seven's a big number. For there to be eight goals in this game, neither team, the last time the Kings played was two days ago. Same with the Sabres. Um, they're both plus 500 teams. Sabres are 26 and 21. The Kings are 29 and 18. I do expect this game to maybe be a four. If, even if it's if we push, we get a four three, we get a six one. I'm fine with that. Seven's a big number. We're gonna pay the juice there. Take under seven. So as long as there's not eight goals in that game, we are good. Moving to the NBA, what could have been a big matchup between New Orleans and Oklahoma City is not so big now that we learn Zion Williamson will be out even longer with his injury, which is unfortunate. Pelicans have been brutal since he's gone down with an injury. They have lost. Let's see, seven of their last 10 basketball games. They're coming off a 107, sorry, a 118 107 loss to Cleveland. Whereas Oklahoma City's played well. They've won three of their last four games. They are now home off a bit of a road trip where they um, lost at Golden State and they beat the Lakers and they beat Portland at Portland. Pelicans are one in five ATS in their last six following a loss. They're one in five ATS in their last six road games. Um, and then you look at Oklahoma City. They're playing a lot of over games. Over is 4-0 in the Thunder's last four games. So over is not a bad play either. The Pelicans are 1-4 in their last five meetings in Oklahoma City. And then again, you look at the injuries. McCollum is questionable for tonight for the Pelicans. That could be bad. Zion is now out indefinitely. And OKC's not dealing with a whole lot of injuries. So I like Oklahoma City at home, minus two for minus 111. We're going to pay the juice there. At home this season, the Thunder are 16 and 11. The Pelicans are 9 and 18 on the road. So give me the Oklahoma City Thunder on the spread, minus two, win by a bucket for minus 111. And our last bet today is another win by a bucket. It's the Brooklyn Nets. I got the New York Knicks. So it's the Battle of New York. Brooklyn comes into this 33 and 23, but we know they have a lot of changes going on in their roster. The Knicks are 31 and 27. Brooklyn has been a decent team on the road, but since the trades of Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant, they are only one in three. Their win coming with uh, with a win at home against Chicago. They now go off 
on a road trip starting. I mean, you can call it a road trip, but it is at New York. When you look at the Knicks, they've actually won three of their last four. Most recently, a nice big win against Utah. They lost to Philly, but they beat Orlando and previous to that beat Philly. The New York Knicks are 6-2 and two ATS in their last eight Monday games. And against each other, the Nets are 4-1 and one ATS in their last five. But again, this is a much, much different team. I think the Nets are going to still take a little bit to gel. In their last game against Philly, they only managed to score 98 points. You had Claxton only score six. You had Finney Smith only score five. You had Dinwiddie only scored nine. So these guys, like Dinwiddie played 18, or sorry, he played 31 minutes, shot two of 10, had nine points. Cam Thomas, who blew up recently, only had 18 minutes and scored 14 points. So the Nets are in a bit of a who knows situation. I think the New York Knicks are in a great spot. They're pushing for the playoffs. They're moving up the standings. So uh, until the Nets can get it figured out, I'm going to be fading them a little bit. So I like the New York Knicks there minus two. So that is your card for a Monday. Let's run that back. I like the Buffalo Sabres and the Los Angeles Kings to go under seven minus 144 at FanDuel. Like the Oklahoma City Thunder, minus two, minus 111 at North Star Bets. And I like the New York Knicks, minus two, for minus 110 at FanDuel. Feel free to drop a comment if you're fading or following. As always, you can follow me on Twitter, at Tyler Connie, for more picks and props throughout the day. TikTok and Instagram for just the picks portions and audio versions available on Apple Podcasts and on Spotify. It's The spring is here. Baseball is not too far away. So until then, let's just talk sports.